Monday night, July 24th, you're listening to the Teddy Roosevelt Show, episode 17, coming at you the first post, 9pm Central, Sunday night podcast, Teddy Roosevelt History, voice is a little hoarse, I'm dragging folks, so uh, bear with me, I will try and make sure the compressor is easy on the ears in the post-production, um, I hope everyone notices I'm taking care to eliminate any and all audio glitches, doing the fade in and fade out, and I must point out that all of the compositions that you're listening to on the intro and outro are original Teddy compositions. That's right. I've got about a dozen amazing, mind-blowing music apps on my phone, or not on my phone, on my iPad. <clears throat> Screw You don't want to make music on your phone. The iPad is where it's at for instant gratification, just making beats, and I just like to meditate and make beats with a couple of these apps. So, you know how like Johnny Carson and Saturday Night Live and Johnny Carson had more comedians, I guess. He didn't really have music, but going back to Ed Sullivan, certainly David Letterman, Jay Leno, Saturday Night Live, they had music, little comedy, the weekend update. So I'm going to try and bring you all that in every single episode of the Teddy Bros. Vote Show. So following up yesterday... Launched this website, Austin Texas Times. Bombshell, Austin wants to hire scandal-ridden California nonprofit Urban Alchemy to manage the Arch Downtown Homeless Shelter. And again, for people listening, National, what's going on here with the homeless? What's, they are importing it from the worst. Imagine this, you're in Austin. They want to import the most scandal-ridden nonprofit in the San Francisco Bay Area, which has a notoriously probably the worst per capita <clears throat> they had more drug overdose deaths than COVID deaths in San Francisco in two years. So it, it it's out of control. Like literally it's from a Frankenstein bizarro upside down world that you would even consider this company once you look into them. I got to point out there was a someone on Twitter said, hey, who is this anonymous Teddy? Like, um... Did he even? It looks like he just copied KXAN, which is the NBC affiliate down here in Austin. Like, no, I use their screen grab, which that's fair use, by the way. KXAN lawyers, attorneys, anyone, I, dude, that's called fair use. I'm just taking a screen grab of your stuff for news and information. And the only passage in the entire intricately sourced thing. Like, that guy thinks I, I stole it from KXAN or was insinuating it. No, how about I used at least seven or eight, I think, different resources from the San Francisco Examiner to the San Francisco Standard to the Pacific Sun. Oh, by the way, to linking, linking directly to the Urban Alchemy website, parts of their site, their financial records from the fiscal year 2022 the most elementary-looking Excel sheet that you will ever see in your life. Go look at it. All the links are there. Everything was intricately resourced. Like, if you're too stupid or lazy to scroll down past the first thing, I would say there's probably about seven or eight segments on there. So, again, that's on austintexastimes.com. That's... Here's the deal with this podcast, folks. I got to tell you real quick. There's only one Austin City Council agenda for the next like seven weeks. I promise you, I'm gonna spin off the Austin stuff unless something nationally relevant happens. And the Teddy Roosevelt show is gonna go back to national and um, global stuff. 
topics and stuff that means like what's happening in the world today. And then I'm going to spin off Austin, Texas Times. I just need to research. And uh, the launch date, soft launch date for that's going to be August 1st. I'm calling it right now. I'll give myself a week to get that. So if the Austin is so boring you, I'm telling you though, is some microcosm. We have a George Soros backed DA, Jose Garza. Uh, Austin City Council under the push of radical Marxist Greg Kassar, who's now running for Congress down here in Texas, defunded the police by $150 million and celebrated that fact. I believe the dollar amount is number one as far as the sheer dollar amount. And gee, every single city from Portland to Minneapolis to New York City, Philadelphia, every place that in the wake of the George Floyd fentanyl overdose defunded the police, crime skyrocketed, and now in the black community, 24% of black people say fixing the crime crisis in their neighborhood is more important. Um, Reforming the police is 4%. So just above climate change. And people, scroll down the article, dude. That's all I have to say. This guy's last name was Hendricks. I think Scott Hendricks, Jimi Hendrix rolled over in his grave when he saw that tweet calling Teddy out for an intricately researched um, article on austintexastimes.com. Um, this is also going to be on teddybroosevelt.substack.com. All the links are in the descriptions, I think across almost all the podcast channels. There are some crazy, one of them has like crazy code, but Urban Alchemy, following up on it, I got more details that I released on Twitter. And then we're going to go through the Austin City Council agenda one by one. And you'll see from coast to coast that they are just spending money like it's 1998. And the gravy train's never going to stop. And it should be a time of austerity and careful planning, especially after all the sacrifices everyone had to make with all the COVID nonsense. So Urban Alchemy on their website right now, urban-alchemy.us. Top of the frequently asked questions for this question, where does Urban Alchemy operate? First, very first sentence. Currently, Urban Alchemy provides services in Austin, Texas, along with Los Angeles, Oakland, and San Francisco. We're exploring expansion opportunities in these cities and looking to serve new communities around the country. So, gee, I thought they still had to vote on this on this Thursday. Um, And we're talking about the Thursday, July 28th, Austin City Council agenda. There will be a link to the story so if you want to go visit either of these websites you'll be able to read it and see it and all of these these photos but they're already assuming and they're so proud of putting a foothold in austin that they put it as the very first sentence doesn't that seem weird that they've been working in san francisco for three years it's still another three full days and then thursday morning they're probably not going to vote on this thing till 2 30 in the morning because it's 190 out of 193 <laughs> things. I mean, I think there's a band. It says there's music. There's it says midnight snack on there, but it says noon. So I think they have a lunchtime uh performance by a band called Midnight Snack. They're probably getting a six-figure check for a 15-minute set, three songs, bam bam, get some uh catered food with the most corrupt city council in Texas. So anyways, Urban Alchemy the RFP process for that, you want to talk about some shady shenanigans going on. 
This is for a $4.1 million. I've changed it from 4.3 to 4.1. I'm staring at it right now. It's 4.1 million, item 190. And uh, the RFP process, check it out. July, and keep in mind, it's July 24th right now. They just put, so um, the Austin Public Health uh, Department, they declared an emergency, of course. They have four different emergency folks and I'll get to that too. I think it's item 10, 11, 17, and 18. It'll do something like, we're fixing the sewers, we're fixing the sidewalks, oh, and declaring a state of emergency. And then there'll be another thing, declare a state of emergency. You know what I figured out? They declare a state of emergency, just like San Francisco did, to award no-bid contracts. This way they can rush the process. That's exactly how Urban Alchemy got their money they went from 300,000 to 43 million this year the the grand total they've raked in so far since 2018 when this guy Jeff Kaczynski who's now who I talked about yesterday is now on their board 68 million bucks they've raked in in no bid deals no one else got to bid on them so you look at this shady stuff that's why they want to declare an emergency on four of these things cuz they already have a contract or item 10 11 17 and 18 because they already have a contractor in mind to get to award it to. Because tell me if I'm wrong after you hear hear this. So the RFP, anyone can see this. It's on AustinTexas.gov. Just scroll to um, 190 and click on one of the two PDFs. It's either the first or second one. You'll be able to tell right away. So the, under the additional backup information at the bottom of the one PDF, it says this agreement was awarded via emergency procurement. So on July 18th, Austin Public Health hosted nine organizations to present the opportunity to operate the art shelter, which is a notoriously just crazy um, homeless shelter. And there's all kinds of crime and drug dealing, and it's not policed very well, and it's just a hotbed of um, criminal activity all around there. So they hosted nine organizations July 18th. A tenth organization... And uh, join the opportunity discussions on the 19th. Then, in response, how did they find out? One organization called Urban Alchemy submitted an interest form for the Arch Emergency Agreement. Huh. So they had nine companies on July 18th, and then a 10th on July 19th, and then Urban Alchemy submitted a form somehow. Was Urban Alchemy part of the original nine organizations? Was Urban Alchemy... That unnamed 10th organization, I don't know. There's no link to the RFP or, or the um, you know the actual procurement thing, and they are notorious for, for, for hiding that. Um, why? Because it's an emergency. That's the whole thing. So then Urban Alchemy sweeps in an internal, uh, it says an internal committee reviewed the application and made a determination based on the information provided in departmental priorities. So bam, Urban Alchemy sweeps in Last second applicant, 11th hour. And oh, by the way, I saw an article. Jeff Kaczynski, he already said in April, he told the San Francisco um, local news in April during an interview that was very, very contentious. This guy is a first-class jerk. Let me just tell you that. He pulls the race card and he's a white guy and for with a white-founded nonprofit. He is just despicable. San Francisco's type of fart-smelling guy. And... He just deflects and deflects. Um, so anyways, all their contracts are by emergency. So lo and behold, 
here they go. They get another just sweetheart deal that this guy says he's going to move here already in April, Jeff Kaczynski. They have as their very first sentence on the thing. So, again, you're going to have, like I said last night, a thousand right now. They have a thousand convicted felons. Pacific Sun found that most of them spent life in prison. I mean, and oh, by the way, they're bringing meth to sell, share, snort with the uh, campers they're supposed to be supervising. There's a chain link fence. You can come and go as you please. There's no curfew. You can do drugs all day. So, gee, what do you think that's going to happen when you surround the arch with a chain link fence? That's what they want to do. I mean, Urban Alchemy is the company, if you've ever seen photos of uh, City Hall in San Francisco, they literally fenced in these tents on wooden platforms and they just had like 12 people standing guard. But their whole philosophy is don't harm or whatever. So you just have people overdosing. They're they're not supposed to do anything. And oh, by the way, they don't have any training. There's no background check. And they're, they're trying to find people who were convicted felons. And it's a noble effort. But a, there's no vetting process because they go under the guise of a charity instead of a private uh, patrol agency. And um, I forget the hell what B was. So I think I've almost said my piece here on Urban Alchemy. Um, they're just bad news for Austin. I mean, imagine having a... What, what, what more vulnerable people... Like, let's just say... Um, Let's just get be generous and say 70% of them went on the straight and narrow, then they're just so happy to be out of prison and they're taking the money and they're just happy to have a, a job and giving back to the homeless community because they've been through some rough stretches, a couple decades in prison. But 30% of them turn back to a life of crime and taking advantage of people and being violent because that's what they're saying in Marin County, California and Sausalito, literally 10 of the campers reached out to the newspaper and contacted them about meth use and sexual abuse. This is seven weeks ago, folks. And um, it, it it's just like uh, Gotham or the Joker or whatever. Like, it's probably the worst. Like, you, you want to talk about um, a demographic that could have a higher percentage than any other demographic of preying on vulnerable people in a homeless-type situation, and they're allowed to do all the drugs they want, just imagine what the blocks are going to be like around the arch. If you can come and go as you please and do their whole thing is we will not interrupt you. Their big thing was we picked up 53,000 needles. So imagine that. Instead of, there's no talk about having uh, drug rehabilitation. There's no talk about getting them swiftly into a situation where they can transition like 30, 60, 90 days to get a job. There's so many people, even a dishwasher, you can get a job washing dishes for $20 an hour, 800 bucks a week. I mean, there, there's, there's no talk of any sort of personal responsibility. They're just going to pick up your needles. They have Narcan handy if you overdose. But it is just um, the exact opposite of compassion. It really is. It's just sad is what it is. And it's going to make the situation worse. I mean, again, they've had security guards shot downtown in front of City Hall because there's a drug deal going on. He'd try to break up the drug deal. Um, so, yeah, they're supposed to... that They would take over the arch starting August 15th. So, three weeks away, roughly, 
they would take over $4.1 million check for 13 and a half months. So they would be in charge until October 1st, 2023. I guarantee it's just going to be an, if it, if it goes through, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. I mean, are you kidding me? I, I don't feel more confident than that about defunding the police. And that was the dumbest idea in the history of the world. This is, are you serious? Inmates running the asylum folks. And I'm not trying to, I'm just saying out of all the demographics, <clears throat> if you had to predict a percentage, are you kidding me? X, or not X, current convicted felon, that shit stays with you. You did something violent and mean and scary, and you got sent away for decades. I mean, in a time when the prison system is super lenient and letting people out. So let's move on to something else here. Um, never question Teddy's research skills. Anyone out there listening, hate, hate listening. That's one thing that you, I, I will meticulously research everything. So how about some murals? You know, inflation, there's all kinds of city job openings, literally like I think almost a thousand city job openings. So let's spend $354,000 painting three walls. That's right. Three murals. Let's uh, paint the Barton Springs bathhouse. Look at the bathroom, get a nice little public art for 104,000 bucks that Liz Santa Maria gets that um, level up design works gets uh, to paint a wall for $139,000 on Burnett Road and then my Gutierrez is the proud winner of $110,000 check to paint a wall at Dove Springs Health Facility so you know I love art I love public art I love museums I paint a lot and procreate if you have an iPad and a Apple Pencil and you don't have Procreate, I mean, seriously, just turn this off, download it now, and just go to town. It is the coolest app. Watch some YouTube videos. You'll be off to the races. And I love to paint, but $100,000, I was like, let's just imagine the mural took 90 days, right? And you're not going to paint all 70 days. You know, let's just generously, you know, like a couple days, it's your shoulders got to rest, you know, you got to, so I imagine you have to make it all white first so that you're putting the primer down. And then you're going to paint over it, whatever it is. So let's just say it takes, I don't know, two months, three months at the most, 90 days to prime it. And then I'm, I imagine you're going to sketch it all out before you actually go to town because you got to order the paint. So let's just say the primer and the ladder rentals, because you're going to have to rent ladders and you wanted to buy food or whatever. Let's just say that's... 25,000 bucks or something that's super generous even okay so 75,000 bucks for a couple months you're making the equivalent of like 400,000 bucks a year like that's like two years salary of a median household to paint a mural like really that's like give give me just the money to cover the paint and I'll paint that bad boy something spectacular all three walls but really, like, on the list of all the things, there's garbage all up and down Route 183 right now. I just saw in, in North Austin, like, it just looks like garbage. I don't care who's who's in charge. The state and the Austin have hate hatred for each other. So could be TxDOT, could be Austin. It just didn't look like that before. Um, so anyways, they, they're, they're just wasting money on that. I mean... Um, how about this? Walker, Texas Ranger. Which number is this? Item number 16. Let's prioritize this. 
Walker, Texas Ranger. You might remember it's like early 90s, Chuck Norris. Mid-90s. It was syndicated in 150 countries. Chuck Walker, Texas Ranger has had staying power for decades or name recognition right now all over the world. So there's a Viacom. I'm sure everyone's heard of Viacom, billion-dollar production company. So one of their subsidiaries, iProductions, films uh, about half of the stuff around Austin. So they get a free quarter-million-dollar check, $250,000 check, um, as an incentive agreement. Why? Because they have $29 million of wages. So I guess they think that everyone's going to be whining and dining and spending all their money at antique shops and like contributing to the economy when the opposite is true. I lived in LA. Anyone who was going you know, on set or on location, rather, away from LA, like you had stuff to do the next day. You had to look good the next day. Like people aren't partying and you know, people are going to bed at like eight forty five, nine o'clock, nine fifteen, reading a book and going to bed or practicing their lines or looking at the script and seeing what they have to do. They're not the Walker Texas Ranger. I'm sure they go out for a couple steaks, maybe the screenwriters who just have to sit around and like drink a couple glasses of wine and think about what they want Walker Texas Ranger to do. So this is the reboot um of Walker Texas Ranger on the CW right now. So Again, Viacom, billions of dollars. You know what their justification is? You can see this on the public PDF. Um, the series that air on the CW network, like Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill, are notorious in increasing tourism. For instance, in Wilmington, North Carolina, it sparked walking tours centered around the various locations for Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill. Are you kidding me? So they're going back, what, 25 years, 30 years? To Dawson's freaking Creek 30 years and saying, all right, we have to give a check to Walker, Texas Ranger. I get they get I bet they get like on studio passes or they get their family members get to be in a courtroom scene or some saloon or some bullshit. So they're gonna spend they're saying Walker, Texas Ranger will spend twenty nine million bucks in five counties. The five county metro statistical area with an additional amount of spending for $10 million bucks, generating significant op- opportunities for Viacom. So they get a free check. Thank you very much. That'll pay for all their steak dinners, but they'll probably just get DoorDash or Uber Eats so they don't have to tip those stingy bastards. But why the hell are they giving a, a billion-dollar production company a check? They were already filming here anyways... It's set in Austin, Texas, and is the story of Austinite Cordell Walker and his family. It's been on the... It's a long-running action and crime series for decades. The star of the show and one of the executive producers, Jared Padalecki, is an Austin native who is championing the production in Austin. They were going to film it in Austin anyways, and they give him a $250,000 check. You gotta be kidding me. That's like given like Oracle breaks when they were going to move because California just totally makes it impossible. So block party, everyone, you know, the city that cried COVID, Austin, Texas, now item 87. Hey, it is, they literally use the word equity, item 87. They're passing an ordinance to expand the neighborhood block party requirements or lessen the requirements. 
So people who don't live in single family homes on the street, if you live in like apartments or whatever, you can have a block party in the street. So, and it's all about equity. They're trying to increase equity with the block parties. What else? Red River 170, item 170. Uh, Red River downtown gets 1.3 million. It's more like Red River of blood. Um, there's so many people who've been stabbed and hit with a crowbar, machete, stabbed with a machete uh, down there. But they're, And it says, like, what are they going to do? Trash cans? They call them receptacles. They're going to put some trash cans down there, some lighting, um, and, and change the sidewalks. So it's a pretty ambitious sidewalk project. I have walked down there. The sidewalks suck down there you have to walk on the street up parts or unless you're walking if there's a line out there and there's shows you you're either it can get a little hairy out there so something does need to be done so i'm not going to criticize that one too much next um proclamation by mayor pro tem allison alder to declare this city of austin parks month isn't that special so yep the month of July will be City of Austin Parks Month, and she will be presenting um, keychains, kazoos, and paperweights to Pinewood Derby-sized trophies to the members of Austin Park Foundation and Austin Parks and Recreation Department staff. So congratulations to the City of Austin Parks and Rec Department and the Austin Park Foundation for... The proclamation from Mayor Pro Tem Alder wasting her time with this. There's already so National Hot Dog Day. Yeah, let's get colon cancer by the time you're 50 years old. National Hot Dog Day. It's National Ice Cream Day. Gee, I wonder who invented that. Maybe the ice cream industry? It's like Valentine's Day was invented by the flower, the candy, and Hallmark cards. The card industry. You didn't know that? Greeting cards, flowers, and the candy industry all got together and said, how can we sell more candy? We already have Halloween on lockdown in October. Then as soon as it hits Thanksgiving, everyone's in Christmas mode and eating Reese's peanut butter cups like crazy. What can we do in the post-holiday lull? Bingo, Valentine's Day. Flower industry is on board. Everyone's dancing. Restaurant industry is on board. It's an amazing read about the money behind Valentine's Day, folks. So what else is on this awful agenda? I think, I, I mean, I'm running out of energy if you guys can't tell. It is Sunday night, July 24th. It's 9.34 p.m. here. Um, What else is going on? So yeah, I do want to uh, stress that KXAN did break the story that the city of Austin pegged a California group named Urban Alchemy to operate, operate the Arch Shelter. They had zero information about how scandalous this company is. And they're, they're being criticized across the board from North LA to San Francisco, Sausalito. I mean, they literally just lost their six-month six deal from January to June. And then the next month, July, Austin steps in to offer him a deal to run the arch are you freaking kidding me i would bet i will bet anything what the murder count is probably going to be one every three or four weeks stabbing 
there's going to be so much nefarious activities and the and, and and the cops are already spread so thin and they're going to get zero help from a bunch of convicted felons. I mean, you can't make this up. This is like the purge. You can do drugs all day and I'm a pretty liberal person, but you're going to have literally it's not going to be an open air drug den. Well, some of it will be cuz it's just well, it's just behind a chain link fence. You can do all the drugs you want, snort, smoke, inject. It's Everything is tolerable. No one will ever question you. And they have Narcan available, and they'll, they'll keep a watchful eye and, and revive you if you're going to die. I mean, that's how we're going as a society with no path or personal responsibility or path to a better life. I mean, and just think about all the disease going around. I mean, seriously, you're talking about People on meth, some people just get crazy horny, so they're probably having promiscuous sex with who knows how many people. And people on fentanyl and heroin, they inject dirty needles. That's a big thing, or they inject share needles. Bam. Like, you don't, you're all jacked up. I've seen photos of these urban alchemy people, like, there's people doing the fentanyl fold, or they're just bent away, bent over at the waist, and um, they're just looking the other way. Like, there is no sort of drug counseling training. Their whole thing is just to keep a watchful eye. And the way that they describe it on their website is we're supposed to provide a safe and clean place. Like, they're just sweeping up outside. But then the actual language of the agreement says, hey, they're supplying uh, security services. They're guarding these people's possessions. So you can bring into an urban alchemy ran um, shelter your pets. I don't have a problem with that necessarily, but just imagine uh, all the homeless people who have pets all in a place like the, with the dogs with like 60 or 80 people in the arch. You can bring all your possessions in there. There's no curfew. You can lay around all day. You can come as go, go as you please. And most importantly and shockingly of all, you can just do all the drugs that you want all day. So just read do do just a basic twitter search for urban alchemy and you'll see these people in san francisco who certainly are almost liberal they've had it up to here with urban alchemy they're like are you freaking kidding me like just based on what happened across the san francisco bay and marin with the 10 accusations of sexual exploitation of female homeless campers i mean Again, like I said at the beginning of the show, you're listening to Teddy Roosevelt show. We're going to have about eight more minutes. Sunday night, July 24th. I'll have this article up on austintexastimes.com uh, sometime before midnight. So if you get the podcast first, it'll be up there. Um, this is out of control, yo. It's out of control. There's other ridiculous things on this agenda I should note. I think it's items 70 and 71. Uh, a lot of people in Austin know about the Candlewood. So Front Steps gets, or maybe not Front Steps, they're out of their integral care, gets like six million bucks. It's a combined two homeless providers get 12 million bucks, but I don't know if you remember, and it starts right now, like the Candlewood got trashed. Remember homeless people, they didn't have any security people there and Homeless people went in there and trashed and stole. They trashed every room and stole all kinds of stuff and just caused mayhem. City of Austin paid like 9.9 million bucks for that place. 
Then I thought they said, hey, we have to do another like six or seven, maybe even eight million dollars of rehab in this place. Now Front Steps is getting 5.9 million bucks to provide permanent supportive housing on that Candlewood Suites uh, on Pecan Park Boulevard in North Austin in Mackenzie Kelly's district. And uh, it, it, it's it's just there's it's it, there's going to be 20 million dollars sunk into it in acquisition of the hotel when hotels were going for a dime a dozen during COVID when travel collapsed and uh, it, it, it's just ridiculous so I'm getting faded folks uh, Spotify iTunes Apple Podcasts now on iHeartRadio we're on Stitcher too pettybrosvelt.substack.com is my own personal writing site and I'm going to have some national news folks tomorrow we're going to have national news and global news. Now you guys want my update on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline. That's coming. The latest going on with Ukraine. The latest going on with the Biden administration's just series of ridiculous decisions. And again, right here in Austin, it's a microcosm of just poor Democratic leadership. The purpose of Teddy's mission right now is a 100-day mission. It's about 100 days from now until the November elections, and I'm just trying to get tell people, you get what you voted for. When you voted for a train, as if we, there wasn't enough, enough self-sacrifice during two years of COVID, you wanted to punish yourself more and voluntarily vote for a 25% property tax increase. Do you think the landlord's going to eat that? So when you voted for that, some people, they voted themselves out of Austin because they voted for a train in 2044, like... Folks, didn't we sacrifice enough, like, businesses that collapsed and um, Austin uh, landmarks? Like, shouldn't we maybe take it easy on the whole public spending for projects that are 20 years, literally, in the future? 20 years in the future? Like, we need help right now with the local grid, with the water system. I mean, these are pressing issues that are happening right now. And it's, it, it's, it's... The way they're spending money here, just on murals, think about it, 400000 bucks on walls. Walker, Texas Ranger gets a quarter million dollar check, are you kidding me? Walker, Texas Ranger gets money. Um, it's, out of, it's out of control, so uh, austintexastimes.com, I will have a recap with screen grabs of everything I just talked about here, and it's going to be on my Substack too, folks, so little housekeeping before we go. I'm going to, unfortunately for the next, uh, well, I think the Austin, I'll probably do maybe one or two if it's leading up to the uh, to the city council meeting, which is on Thursday. So this story about Urban Alchemy, I got some traction. It blew up a little bit. I'd say on a scale of one to ten, like I'd give it a, like a, a five, four or five. Not as big as an impact as I thought, but I want to appreciate everyone sharing it. Oh, I've got to give a shout out to Clint and Christine Rary for Clint is running for Austin City Council this uh, fall, and Christine is his wife at Dutch Girls Grow. I think I got that right on Twitter, at Dutch Girls Grow. They've been given a lot of positive feedback, so just knowing people are listening out there. It says... You know, I just want to educate people and inspire them and, and let them know like just one person can make a difference you know and, and get people's attention if you if you see something crazy Johnny K 2001 I gotta give a shout out to him I mean 
and Blue Canaries. I was inspired by way more people. There's way more people. I would say Johnny K 2001 on Twitter at Johnny K 2001. It's sort of spelled weird. I think it's two ends. Um, that guy's a genius, and he's just doing freedom of information requests as a private citizen that anyone can do. That the team of lawyers did for the Pfizer docs. That was a FOIA request that Pfizer said no. We want to take 50 years to do it, and they and the judge ruled nope. You got to start releasing them every 30 days. So we're gonna have a lot more information about COVID. And unfortunately, I don't like being right about this stuff, but I'm right. The negative vaccine efficacy is real in Europe. You know, you got to sort of go around the world on the web, World Wide Web, to find out what's going on. But doesn't it seem weird that a, that an athlete or entertainer or musician like has a heart attack and dies or has to cancel the tour? Um, every, like every 24 or 48 hours, doesn't it seem like a an increase to you or maybe maybe it's just me i don't know it does seem like a a rather large amount so i'm just gonna say a prayer because i have dozens of people that i love and care about who got it and many of them admittedly now just say they wouldn't have got it they felt like they were coerced and forced either career-wise social or family and that's the truth and it's a shame. I just saw, what, three doctors in four days died at the same hospital in Canada, same hospital system, all in their late 40s, early 50s. Joggers, I mean, doctors eat and exercise. Every single doctor I've known. Not a lot of fat, out-of-shape doctors that I've met. That's some jolly old ones, though. So, Teddy's going to sign off here. I'm gonna spin this off all the housekeeping stuff, folks. I'm gonna spin this off the Austin, Texas Times podcast. I just need to find a platform, a streaming platform. And so, if you like the Austin stuff, I could always riff 10 or 15 minutes. I just figured, I think those are just gonna be bite sized chunks. This is just the biggest, longest agenda of the summer. They don't have another one until the end of August. So, for those who tune in for other than that, just bear with me for another like seven or ten days i'm gonna spin this bad boy off if you want to have a double dose of teddy's thoughts on a national and global and local regional basis you're in for a treat it's gonna be it's gonna be bombacular so i hope everyone's enjoying listening i really appreciate the positive feedback via text in the comments on twitter follow me on twitter at underscore teddy brosevelt teddybrosevelt.substack.com austintexastimes.com it's going to be the name of the website the austintexastimes.com podcast that's official and I'm making some unique beats yo so if you hear some new intro music let me know what you think turn it down speed it up but uh we're going to sign off episode 17 Teddy Bros will show y'all have a great Sunday night back